Absolute Radio. Where real Dutch kids have balloons in the parking lot. The golden arches illuminate the business park. I eat myself the death, feed the corporate machine. I watch some movies, recite every line and scene. God bless America and all of its allies. I'm not the first to live with wool over my eyes. I am so blissfully unaware of everything. Some guys are a bomb and I'm just out of it Look, tensions are the world are rising higher We're probably due another war with all desire I'm not smart enough to change a thing I have no answers, only questions, don't you? Absolute Radio, Pete Donaldson here. I'm joined by Sam Fender. How are you doing, man? I'm great, mate. How are you? <laughs> you chilled out. You were at the, uh, G- is it the GQ Awards last night? I was at GQ last night. I was cracking. I got Stormzy's number. <laughs> okay. Me and Stormzy were having a cracking time. Lovely old job. He's a he... lovely, lovely lad. He's a fan of your music, isn't he? He's he is. texted you a couple of times. Yes, and I'm a fan of his. Mm. We basically just 
sat and uh, and just told each other how class we were <laughs> uh, last night. Uh, it was really surreal. And then I also met Miles Kane, who was lovely. He's a nice chap, isn't he? Yeah. And Miles was like, he's like, all right, lad. He's like, let's go, come back tomorrow. We'll have a, we'll go have a drink back, like with him and a bunch of bunch of crackers people. And I was like, I would love to do that. But I was like, I am. Dedicated to the job, I've got <laughs> lots of promo to do tomorrow, Miles, and I'm I've, I've got to go. So I turned down Miles Kane for a party, and I turned down Stormzy. Stormzy's like, "You come for a drink after?" And I was like, "I can't." Stormzy, <laughs> oh Sam, I like, Stormzy, I was like, it, "It's fine for people like you and Miles, you know, mm. who are certified legends. And yeah, you can go and get smashed." I was like, "But Sammy's got work to do. <laughs> you right, got to right. build that mountain. I've got to build the mountain. I'll come back. I'll come back in the three years." <laughs> Oh so, no, I'm so, so, so I'm so, so sorry, I, Sam. I've I, I, I been I turned down a smash up with them, and I was hanging out with the 1975 as well, and they mm. were lovely, and they were like, you know, hanging out. It could have been great, but no, no, I'm a worker. Do I'm you, here, I'm grafting. Do you want to get look? If I know certainly Miles Kane, the party will still be raging now. Do you want to just <laughs> shall we just both pile out of here? Let's just get there. Let's like, just, let's just get give there. Them a call. We'll do. We'll get this. We'll do this on the phone. Um, so by the time this goes out, to us, Sam, we are talking like T minus seconds before this album comes out. All right, we're you have to be scared. Yes. <laughs> Is um, that the over the overbearing uh, situation? Yes, yes. <laughs> but I've, I've got CBD oil. Right. Okay. Be, I swear by it. Don't worry, it's legal. You're allowed to talk about. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'm a uh, CBD oil has been my it's my coping my coping juice. Mm, that's great. It just keeps you. It keeps you nice and chilled. Keeps you zen. Yeah, but it's just I'm I'm already. I'm already an anxiety-filled mental kid anyway. <laughs> you a, can I'm, you can ease off on the vapes after you. I'm, after a, I'm, a, pro, I'm, a, I'm a product of, of my generation. Uh, yeah, I'm a I'm a total victim. <laughs> but no, no, it's all good. But I'm I'm well I'm well excited. Good. The CBD all stopping us from having a like loads of doom-filled thoughts about <laughs> it getting trashed off every every reviewer on the planet. But um, if you look back to anybody's debut album, you look at some of the most celebrated artists in the world. They all, they all got a kick in on their first album. You can't yeah. be scared of that. You must almost be bringing it on. You must well, be, come on. Hope, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> the backlash sure. starts here. Um, so you have been all over the gaff. You have worked harder than possibly you ever had in your, your entire life. Um, you've been all around the world. Uh, you've done, in the last couple of years, South by Southwest. You've been in Japan. I, I Twice. Heard... We've, been in, we've been in South by twice. Have you? Okay, yeah, there you go. Um, I, I heard you do an interview uh, in, in, on a Japanese radio station, which yeah. is fun. Yeah. You were doing some wonderful, what I would call, uh, I've got a very soft accent compared to you, yeah. but we're both kind of from the northeast. and uh, I put on a very posh yes. voice when that's I enunciate every word. Yeah, that's my, uh, it's my international accent. <laughs> so when I, got, when I got to Japan, I suddenly start talking like this. Yes. Hello, hello. <laughs> yes, I'm Sam Fender. This song is called hypersonic missiles <laughs> you're on your best as behavior as opposed to ho I'm Sam Fenner yeah, I this song's called hypersonic missiles well uh, thank you for uh, coming in and uh, playing a couple of your, your favourite songs we're going to kick off with um, your first choice which is uh, Arcade Fire Suburbs well, yeah. you're a big fan of Arcade Fire aren't you massive fan mm. yeah so this came out when I was in college right okay I think I was I think I was 16 mm. and I was like starting my A level that must be pretty magical, kind of. It was just kind of like, not. it was actually, uh, like my brother liked them and I didn't really like cotton on to them. Mm. I was kind of like, oh, whatever. I was listening to like loads of it. I was listening to every, all sorts of indie music, Arctic Arc Monkeys and stuff like mm. that. And then um, it was actually, I had a teacher um, called Mr. Holland mm. in uh, in Whitley High. 
right. and that's when I started sixth form there. I didn't really like the school. I didn't really get on with you know, many of the teachers and that and stuff. But uh, Mr. Holland was a lovely, lovely guy. He was my form tutor. Mm. And uh, and I just remember he's an Irish guy and he was like had this thing like, Arcade Fire is my favourite band. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> it's like I was like, ah, oh, suburbs. I was like, what? And he was just like, every every band that I mentioned, he was like, rubbish, rubbish. They suck. <laughs> He's like, they suck. And he was like, listen to Arcade Fire. And I was just like, right, okay. Uh, that was my awful Irish accent. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I listened to the suburbs, and then ever since, I've been a massive fan. Oh, mate. Well, here it is. Here's uh, the voice of Sam and also uh, a, 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 a teacher from back in the day. Mr. Holland. Mr. Holland. Uh, Arcade Fire, suburbs on Absolute Radio.
It's Absolute Radio, Sam Fender and uh, me, Pete, with you. Hello, you are right? Hello, Pete. Um, so you've had a, a, an insane year of, uh, of press since, obviously, the, 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 the Brits, um, Critics' Choice and stuff like that. Uh-huh. What's the one thing that people have asked more than anything else? Because, you know, it's quite easy to kind of grab interviews uh, that you've done before and people seem to ask this quite similar things at times. What's they the do. one question that you go, oh, not this again? Or, yes, I've got an answer to this. Um, like... Uh, it, it. How did you start? No, no. Like maybe it's not. How did you start? Is it like? It, are you inspired by your hometown, or <laughs> yeah, okay. or what is the song Dead Boys about? It's right. like, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty on the nose, to be honest. Uh, it doesn't really hide much, does it? <laughs> no, no. It's pretty straight up. Hi. Uh, it's like. Oh, so what's that all about? I don't know. Um, when people sort of talk to you and interview you, um, they sort of they interview you like they've never talked to someone under twenty five. They talk to you like you're the representative of an entire generation. Yeah, Maybe I, you are. I don't know. But I like... hate that one, and I hate the comparison to Bruce Springsteen and all. Not right? Because no, not not not. I don't mind the comparison. I know I sound like Bruce Springsteen because I rip them off all the time. Right? <laughs> but I hate it when people say the next Bruce Springsteen. I'm like, yeah, yeah. there is no next Bruce Springsteen. There, Never there's will been be. a few of them, to be fair. But, yeah, well, they did that, the Brandon Flowers and the Killers. And I mean, they say they call me Brandon Flowers and I, you know. Like, oh, yeah, you're, you're next Brandon Flowers. I'm like, no, I'm not, right? Just because I rip them off <laughs> doesn't mean that I'm the next. <laughs> I hate that. And I, I do that other one. Yeah, they're like, so you're the voice of a generation. I'm like, well, no. I'm like, Stormzy is more qualified for that. <laughs> yeah, I than guess I, so. Uh, um, he's yeah. like, more representative. Of he's that. more representative of the. Of, <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm just another white boy with a guitar, man. There's too many of them. But you're quite aware of that. I think you've spoken very eloquently in the past about um, you feeling like a little bit of an outsider when it comes to uh, you know um, white. I'm going to call you a singer songwriter if that's all right. Briefly. That's fine. Um, and uh, feeling like you're a bit of an, uh, an outsider just simply because of, I don't know, social class or social mobility or stuff like that. Definitely. I, I, had I have not met my manager, mm. I wouldn't be um, I wouldn't be here doing this. Because what I've learned is you need financial backing. Mm. Like, there's no two way of looking at it. Like, no. There needs to be a bit of money in it mm. to get it going initially. Mm. So you either do that by... There's only one way. You either do that by having the money at the start, whether it be your parents or whether it be, you know, some, you know, well, mainly your parents normally. Mm. If you're a rich kid, which mm. a lot, a lot of musicians are. I've, I've interviewed quite a few. There's so many, <laughs> so many musicians now. Like, I know, I'm not going to name anybody, but I know of some musicians that had, you know, million pound apartments at the age of 18. Mm. Like, like. You don't that get they the d- that they owned themselves, yeah. You know, f- because of family money. Mm. Like, there's a lot of that. It's a hell of a lot easier for somebody like that to be successful in this business mm. because this business takes sacrifice to get there. And I was lucky because I was found by somebody who'd made money from another artist who'd won Brit Awards and stuff, right? And he poured all of that into me because he believed that I could do it. And that is the only reason, like, apart from the fact that I worked on that. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be doing it. Mm. And that's the thing. It's like it's. I think the equation for 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 success in this industry is is talent plus work plus luck. You yeah. need all three. Yeah. Um. So the the track we're gonna play now, if that's all right with you, is uh, "Play God." I love the production on this one. Just the 
the the sound of it. Is it, is it a jag a jaguar? Um, find a jag. No, it is. It isn't. Is it not? I play right. jag live for it. Right, because I've seen you. Yeah, okay. and jag became the guitar that I'm. But um, it's my signature mm. sort of thing. It is the guitar that I love mm. the most. It's my favorite type. But it was actually on Stratocaster. Oh, was it? Okay. It's Stratocaster for that whole. It's bridge pickup. Mm. No, no neck pickup Stratocaster. <laughs> right. For any uh, Sam Fender tribute acts out there, this is how we do it. For any Sam Fender tribute acts, <laughs> play God is in half a step down standard tuning. Right. Okay. That must be a pain for your guitar tech. Well, my guitar's actually in C sharp tuning live. Oh, is it? Yeah, C sharp oh, standard. It's the same. So it's the same as uh, Queens of the Stone Age, apparently. <laughs> Right, then, okay. oh, so if we're going any lower, we're going to sound like Slipknot. <laughs> uh, but uh, I no. The, but for those, I it's in semitone down, and it is on a Stratocaster right. on the neck pickup. Okay, dokey. There thick. you go. Is the neck thicker? No, it's not. It's quite. I have a C shape neck. <laughs> right. C C neck for my small feminine hands. <laughs> well, here it is Sam Fender uh, with his small feminine hands uh, playing a strap. <laughs> <laughs> you were cracking all your fingers with your eyes fixed to the floor. Sounded that go down the street by the monument.
Sam Fender there, play God on Absolute Radio. Sam will be joining me next for more chat and some more great tunes as well. It's where real music matters and we call it Absolute Radio. Screen door slams, Mary's dress waves. Like a vision, she dances across the porch as the radio plays. Roy Orbison singing for the lonely. Hey, that's me, and I want you only. Don't turn me home again, I just can't face myself alone again. Don't run back inside, darling. So you're scared and you're thinking that maybe we ain't that young anymore. Show a little faith, there's magic in the night. You ain't a beauty, but hey, you're alright. Oh, and that's alright. You can hide with your colors and study your pain. Because lovers, those isn't around. Waste your summer. Thank you. 
A man who sounds exactly like Sam Fender. It's Bruce Springsteen. Thunder <laughs> on there on Absolute Radio. People are spending a lot of time comparing uh, you. Uh, you don't help yourself because you have been playing with um, Steve Van Zandt recently. I, I got up on stage with Steve Van Zandt, <laughs> yes, and I went for tea with him. It nice. Was lovely. Yeah, one by one, I'm going to try and steal Brucey's band. Uh, no. <laughs> the, the Sam Street band. No, the Sam I. Uh, so, you know, we're cracking on for the end of the year. Have you made peace with missing out on a couple of pretty epic uh, shows during the summer and stuff? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have, yes. I have. I'm just, uh, you know, like, you can only do what you can do. Not hugely. If you, you, you've got, you've got to know your limits. Mm. And, uh, and that's what I've learned. Well, well, you, you you spoke again very eloquently about um, uh, getting ill when you're a bit younger and you don't really want to uh, get into that massively because you know how labels and badges can yeah, yeah. be thrown around. But um, you, you that must have given you a bit more perspective about what's important, what's not important, and what what things you need to be doing. And, and, and again, just look after yourself. Uh, definitely, I, I kind of now know my limits mm. with regards to how many shows I can do and stuff. Mm. I can't. I, I do two in a row now, and then I have a day off. Yeah. As opposed to like, you know, when I first started, man, I was doing like five in a row sometimes, mm. six in a row. Mm. Even at, in, in South by Southwest, I was doing like three shows in a day. Spotlight you know, like, like Three in a day, then two in a day. Like I did three one day, then two the next day, then a radio performance and two shows the next day. It's like mm. you cannot do like seven, eight performances if you're singing like the way I sing yeah. you know, I mean, you know if, you sing, if you're singing like that's I'm not polyp just, city that isn't it <laughs> well, exactly I'm not just saying the way I sing I just mean like any singer that has a high rate I, I mean a lot of my songs are the the notes are on the moon you know what mm. I mean it's like and it's it seems to be a, a thing that happens to all people with the Critics Choice Award I call it the vocal <laughs> the vocal hemorrhage award <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, me and Adele and Sam Smith <laughs> and over there but uh, yeah, I just I've just learned to kind of like kind of know when to stop mm. and I know when to go. Actually, I need to be quiet. Mm. And, and you've got people around you that kind of understand that a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah, lovely. Um, well, we're going to go into a, a track called um, "That Sound." Yeah, you might be familiar with it. That you may one, have written yeah. it. That sound, I. <laughs> I I've on nodding terms with it. It's a, it's I. It's it's my it's my Manchester indie rip off tune. <laughs> sounds like everything that came out of Manchester during the eighties and nineties. Well, that never sold anything, so uh, no, no. you're not hiding nothing there, Sam. Yeah, well, it's just, you know, it's a, it's a lost cause. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> Put a pin in it now. Uh, here it is, Sam Fender.
something there on Absolute Radio. Pete Donaldson with you. Now, the album uh, itself, it, it's kind of, um, it's about a lot of things, but um, one of the bigger themes you'd probably say is like about youth and the lack of opportunities and the lack of agency. Is that fair? Yeah, it's about that and more, yeah, I'd say. Just kind of... I think cohesively this album is very varied because some of these songs were written five years ago mm. five six years ago and then white privilege for instance was written two weeks before the end of the album recording right okay so like you know it's i've got stuff that i wrote when i was 24 the stuff when i wrote when i was 19 mm. i mean call me lover is just a pop song that i wrote when i was 19 mm. but we kept that on because we wanted a bit of that naivety we wanted a bit of that embryonic sam mm. from when i first was found in the pub yeah by my manager you know what i mean so it really does chronicle the journey from then to now, and I think I'm really proud of it mm. because of that reason. Yeah, it's is it because these songs are obviously uh, very dear to you, and you've and, and they're also road tested. You know, yeah. you, you've played these in every every place from South yeah. by Southwest to uh, to Tokyo to Osaka to to, to pubs in, in in the northeast and stuff. Mm. Like, is there a sense of just getting these down, drawing a line under them, and going, they're there, they are real, they're on magnetic magnetic tips somewhere in a in a cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> they're done now yeah I, i'm just nice to it, it's nice to to kind of close that chapter of my life as well like mm. well i'm not closing i've got a tour for two years but like, <laughs> uh, but, but you know like <laughs> tiktok sonically close it yeah in my head because mm. it, it's it's some of these as i say these songs have lived there for five years and they've been off the record you know like mm. not no one's heard them they've just existed so I'm pretty desperate for them to so for I could, so I can move on as a person yeah. and 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 as a writer because I've wrote a lot more. <laughs> I've got so many tunes. <laughs> That's I'm, what everyone says. It like the first time they always go, I've got seventy five songs I need yeah. to get down. No, seriously, I'm it's hard. I'm like, I've got at least twenty five for the mm. next record. Yeah. in mind. So it's like, I'm we'll see you in a couple of years then. <laughs> It's the third one that I'm worrying about. <laughs> <laughs> see how we go with that one. Yeah, and I guess, um, you know, writing um, back when you were like, you know, 17, 18 and, and, and writing songs now, you go through so many changes emotionally and, yeah, you know, the totally. angst kind of lifts a little bit and you get a bit more perspective and you get a bit more um, life experience. <laughs> Self-conscious. Yeah. Have you changed any of the lyrics? Have you kind of modified stuff for modern uh, order, you know, delectation? Nah, not, not really like that. That I think that some of it, especially like as I say, like "Call Me Lover" and that is mm. wrote, you know, written in like twenty fourteen. <laughs> it's just mad. Well, that's what I like about like songs like "Will We Talk." Like everyone's gone. So what's this about? Then someone's gone. Just sex. <laughs> just people having sex. It's about people like you know having sex. In there. <laughs> it's about pe- people getting getting mortal. <laughs> And take each other in an Uber back, back home. See, but see, that's a modern song. If there's an Uber involved, well, that's a, but also like the the difference between you know young men, even what's that six years ago, like six years ago to now, young men have to deal with so much more stuff from like body image was never really a big thing, was that when I was a kid? I don't know about you when you were a bit younger, but like everyone's got abs, everyone's muscular, everyone's. You know, putting themselves full of like protein powder. I hated myself when I was a kid. Mm. I used to get up in the because I was a chubby lad. I was a I was a fleshy boy when right. I was um, when I was like eleven. And I went to school and I fancied this lass, and she said I was fat. And then I was like, right, well that's me not eating. Yeah, <laughs> and I just didn't. I just stopped eating, and then I lost all my weight. <laughs> and that like only now I look back at that, and I'm like, 
oh, that was a disorder. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, usually. I hadn't eaten disorder, but you yeah. don't actually like. I, I, me, I'd get me breakfast in the morning because my dad would be like, you, you, "You have your breakfast," you know what I mean? And I would, uh, I would chuck it out out of the window into the next door neighbor's garden because I that next door neighbor had big bushes in that front garden, mm. so I'd chuck it into that, and uh, and then they cut the hedges one day, and there was just eat loads of toast, <laughs> like <laughs> the you toast mountain, <laughs> loads of eat rotten toast because because <laughs> little fat Sam is trying to. Oh mate, but I, that, it's mad, man. Like that. That's just, that's just the. I think, and I think it's even worse now because mm, I mean that was before iPhones. Mm. That when I was eleven, back in my day, <laughs> youngin, though I didn't have these iPhones or Instagram or anything like that. Mm. Back in my day, uh, you know the the good old the good old days of two thousand and. Six. <laughs> 2006 when I was 11 uh, <laughs> um, I, uh, you know I was like I, I was there was enough pressure there on mm. kids to be whatever mm. but now like god kids are growing up with a constant feed of 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 um, abs, just a lot of abs. Of of yeah, what do you call them? Uh, I've, I've got a song about it for Christ's sake. It's in words of lyric and white privilege. Uh, public figures. Mm. What are they? <laughs> <laughs> What's a public figure? <laughs> so we're moving. So we're moving uh, a little bit past the heady, uh, nostalgic halcyon days of uh, two thousand and four, two thousand and six. Uh, right back to uh, Kate Bush running up that hill. Uh, what does this Fine. song mean to you? I just love Kate Bush. Mm. She's just class, isn't she? She's incredible. She's just absolute legend. And like this, this tune is massive. Mm. Did you manage it? You didn't, I presume you were a bit too young to see her when she came back a few years ago to do those gigs. Uh, no, I didn't see it. Mm. Yeah. I, I didn't either. <laughs> but I'm right. just saying they were very good. They were very someone good. Did, someone, someone did. Someone had a good time. Exactly. Uh, so here it is. Run up the hill, Kate Bush.
Bush there on Absolute Radio where real music matters are running up that hill. The choice of Mr. Sam Fender, man of the mom. We'll be back with him uh, in just a moment. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. A new melody to stir the senses. A fresh new jam for your mind. New music. New music on Absolute Radio. Sam Fender. Right, Sam Fender, will we talk a song about nights out in it? The cut, the cut, the, the, the Newcastle club used to go to. Right, that Big. Little cut. That li- the little cut with its holes in its walls <laughs> and the puke on its floors. Lovely. And the indie, back to back indie bangers. Always Blue Monday. That's why the first line is Blue Monday. And that's how. Right. I'd go there because I'd be like, I was guaranteed mm. one spin of New Order yeah. every time I went. Yeah. And I'd just be sat there in the corner. With me cans of red stripe. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen to Blue Monday. <laughs> Every third person in a, in a tune shirt and uh, just 
just the thing about indie nights is they never change playlists. No, like their playlists have been the same. So presumably, it must be quite heartening to know that you being part of the indie conversation, so to speak, will mean that you're probably featured fairly heavily in that club every now and again. Uh, I, th- I didn't even know if that night's still on. Like, all oh, right, okay. Be nice, then I might go back. Like, <laughs> it's just above Top Top Palace, which is yes, you know, Top Top, aren't you? Uh, it's above Top Top Palace. I got I got a message off someone saying like, do. Got a table for you in Top Top Palace. Give you some bottles and all that. Whatever you want, Sam, come along. And I was oh, like, times yeah, man. Changed, don't they? Yeah, man. I was like, I used to get pure knocked out by people in Top Top Palace, man. So I used to be all oh, like Geordie Shores and that, the V necks and all uh, that. I used to go in there, I stuck out like a sore thumb. <laughs> cast by the friendly ghost, the little emo warrior in the corner <laughs> with these cans of red stripe. Who was that little freak? Get upstairs to the cup, man, you little freak. <laughs> you want us to come back and drink bottles? You'll have to pay us more than that. 50, 51 grand. For <laughs> 51 to grand to go back at Top Top. <laughs> you little mugs. <laughs> um, so we're going to uh, finish up here because I know you're very, very busy. Thank you so much for joining us, man, because oh, I know you. I know you've had a hell of a busy day and the, the day's not over yet. The night is still young I've got it comes loads to press. more to do now. One more. Is it just one more? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we're going to finish up with uh, Sam's <laughs> final choice. It's uh, David Boy uh, yes. with Heroes.
So there he goes. Thank you to Sam Fender for a fantastic uh, co-host. I'm sure you agree it was very interesting. He's a true voice in a, a sea of affectation, I think it's fair to say. Right, uh, I'm going to press this button. We're going to be back very soon with three tracks from our digital service, Absolute Radio 90s, Prime of the Scream, Bird of Paul Weller. There might be giants on the way.